music, arts, and lifestyle. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Getting our world Christmas on here at the Mulberry Lane Show. If you've just joined us, right now we're in the middle of our chat with Colm Keegan of the group Celtic Thunder. Now, Celtic Thunder has been Billboard's World Artist of the Year several times over the past few years. They also have a brand new Christmas CD out called Holiday Symphony. And we're catching up with Colm right in the middle of their symphony tour. And right now we're chatting about recording in the studio. As far as figuring out harmonies, does the musical director do that? Do you kind He of- does everything, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he arranges every note um, that's heard on the show, so it's... Uh, you know, we've different voice types, and he knows our voices at this stage probably better than we do. Okay, uh, our, our ranges as well. Huh. And what part do you sing most? I am. Um, I would kind of be the it would just, myself and Neil would be two baritones. Okay, so we kind of have the middle range. Now, how old it, were you when you sang for the Pope? It was only about. Um, it was only a few years ago, so it was about okay. six years ago, maybe. I think it was about it was eighteen or nineteen. Okay, and what was that experience like? Oh, it was incredible. You know, one that. I think it was just one of the ones that, the second we were invited you just knew the enormity of, of the situation you know mm-hmm. and it was just one that you just knew you'd never forget sure. and um, you know I was kind of brought up singing in a cathedral choir in Dublin and, and to sing pieces that have massive history in, in, in you know the Catholic Church in the home of the Catholic Church in front of the Pope you know it's just uh, something that you know doesn't come around too often so I just sure. loved every second yes mm-hmm. that's neat now you also toured with Celtic Women I did indeed. Yeah, we got to know how is it different touring with Celtic Woman versus Celtic Thunder. Well, I suppose I don't have to wear the dresses now in Celtic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was um, yeah, Celtic Woman. Like that was the first time I'd, I'd kind of gone the commercial route in, in music, and okay. I've often said that without the year in Celtic Woman, there's no way I could have taken the leap from what I was used to in, okay. in Ireland, and then going into Celtic Thunder as a frontliner of the show it was just—it's a million miles away from from what I was used to but you know the, I was just again you know almost like this tour with Dave Monroe and Dave Brophy I was just spoiled to sit back and learn from such professionals as I have with the guys in Celtic Thunder and, and the girls in Celtic Woman as well you know they're mm-hmm. two of the most successful shows to come from Ireland and I've had the pleasure of working with both of them so you know it, it was an incredible year and, and another family that I, I miss a lot and stay in touch with a lot as well Okay, now you mentioned how this was more commercial than what you're doing. Did you have to go through any mental things, feeling like, okay, I'm going more commercial? Was that against what you felt you wanted to do, or how how did you work through that? It was just kind of, um, I think it was just, as a singer, you're kind of looking for an opportunity of singing as much as you can, and, and, you know, with these successful shows, there's, you know, all the gigs laid out for you, you just have to show up and do it, and that, that was the kind of most appealing part. Uh-huh. You know, you can get so many gigs in, in different places in the world throughout the year, and uh, you know, I think our producer Sharon Brown is kind of the attitude, and instead of prepping you for anything, she just likes to throw you in the deep end and see how you swim, you know, uh-huh. and uh, that's very much what happens. You know, you just go in, and, and all of a sudden, you've got a lot of fans of the show uh, knowing a lot about you and, and all this. So, it, I mean, it's really a baptism of fire when you when you do start, but. It's either, it'll make or break you, and I think anyone who's, who's stayed around for a few years seems to, you know, enjoy it, and, and you yeah. know, there's nothing I would change about anything. Okay, you know? okay. so you joined in 2012, so did it, take, did it yeah. take a while for you to, you know, mesh with the guys, and both on stage and off stage? 
Surprisingly not. I think, you know, I was there and Atlantic City was my very first experience with Cat Thunder and I, I genuinely felt at home from the first second of, of the first rehearsals. You know, it was just all the other guys as well just like having a laugh and nobody takes themselves too seriously and uh, and very fortunately for me, I, that was kind of the way I always was, that you just kind of go out and, and have a bit of fun on and off stage and, and uh, you know the fans of the show seem to love that and the guys certainly seem to all take to that as well so I genuinely felt at home from the first first day of, of Cats Thunder and I was out with them for two and a half weeks in Atlantic City and when I came home I felt like I'd been in Cats Thunder for a few years at that point wow so that's pretty neat uh-huh. the guys in the show are, are some of my best friends you know and, and it's um, an incredible feeling to be able to stand on stage with your best friends and, yeah. and perform you know You've got it locked here on the Mulberry Lane Show in the middle of our chat with Colm Keegan of the group Celtic Thunder. You can check out their brand new CD called Holiday Symphony. You're a former rugby player. That's right, yeah. So how is it different being up on stage singing than out on the rugby field? Out on the rugby pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose it's uh, trying to find similarities really rather than things that are, are different. Okay, well, how are your rugby mates different than your singing mates? I am... Um, do, you know, do you know what? I mean, I, I genuinely do think, as we are only talking about this coincidentally the other night in the bus, where there, there was some feel. I think the, the, the feeling you miss most about the rugby is the days where it was freezing cold outside, you know, days where you couldn't mm. even tie your shoelaces because your fingers were so frozen. Wow. And you and missed yeah, that? Was, <laughs> yeah, and then there was, you know, at, at, at those days it was lashing rain, it was mucky, and you've got guys six foot seven and... 200 pounds running at you and you have to tackle them and you know there's just nothing appealing about that side of it but the, the only rewarding part is that you know there's you're standing there doing it and the guy beside you is doing the same and you're both literally putting your body on the line yeah. for the sake of the team and, and some days you know you come out with the win and it's a very incredible rewarding feeling that you can't really match anywhere else and I suppose not even the standing ovation matches that I suppose that's the closest thing to it yeah it's that, you know, you've gone out and individually you've all performed solo numbers you're there as a team and yeah. at the end of a show you've got a standing ovation at the end of it and that's a, again a very rewarding feeling sure. so it is nice I, I, I would never be a soloist and I'd never you know go down that route I, I would have to be part of a group because okay, it's, hey. it's what I'm used to and everything band music and team player yeah I just love being part of a group yeah and then quickly Habitat for Humanity yeah, oh, well, again, you know, it's just I've, I've had the absolute luxury in the last few years of having a bit of time when I'm off tour to, to do things that I know if I had a real job, you know, on Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, I, I wouldn't have the, the time to be able to take off work. So I'm just trying to do as much as I can to try and, um, you know, help out in any way I can with the free time that I do have. So, you know, they were two very eye-opening experiences for me. And it certainly won't be the last two experiences that I'll, I'll do. They were, uh, you know, very rewarding times for me. Okay, cool. And then what have you learned traveling the world singing? I've learned a huge amount, you know. It's, uh, you know, the fact that I, as an Irishman, only a few years ago, I'd never been to the States, and now I've been to every state by Hawaii and Alaska. You know, uh-huh. and, uh, yeah. You know, that's only America, you know, Canada and Australia as well are almost second homes, and you genuinely do have days where you think you're going to wake up and, and think that this is all a dream. You really do. It, it, you have to pinch yourself the fact that you know, you, you've got the luxury of traveling around, doing what you love doing in different countries. And, yeah. and uh, just trying to soak in every second of it I can. Okay. Okay. Well, Colin, we want to thank you so much for joining our show today. Well, thanks very much for having me. It was great. Great okay. having the chat. Okay. Yes, it was. We'll have to catch up down the road. Absolutely. Say hello to the lads. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Colm Keegan of Celtic Thunder. Raise your Guinness. 
Right now we're going to play the song he chatted about earlier in the first half of our interview. This is called Fairy Tale of New York. This is a song that he said, if you're from Ireland and you're anywhere in the world on Christmas Day and you hear this song, it makes you miss your home. This is the end of the first hour of the Mulberry Lane Show. Make sure you stay tuned for hour two, where you'll be treated to a bluegrass kind of Christmas and a pop R&B take on a traditional Christmas carol from 16-year-old Canadian singer Tristan Thompson. We'll see you on the other side of the hour. The Mulberry Lane Show. It was Christmas Eve, babe In the drunk time An old man said to me won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare how mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed about you But all a lucky This year